With the historic Brexit vote two and a half years ago, British voters signaled the dawning of a new era in which the little people of the world would rise up against big, out-of-touch institutions. The Brits would show Brussels who is sovereign on their island nation. Well, regardless of where your sympathies may lie, that people power narrative seems not to be playing out. To the contrary, one of today's headlines has it that Deutsche Bank, a top five European financial institution, has scaled up plans to move about three quarters of its estimated 600 billion euros in capital from London to its Frankfurt headquarters following Britain's planned exit from the EU in 2019. That's just a half year from now, folks. Another of today's headlines, Aviva, one of the largest British insurance companies and a large stakeholder in Unilever, is fighting the conglomerate's proposal to move its headquarters from London to the Netherlands. Of course, this news isn't new. The British economy has been leaking continuously since the March 2016 vote. In a survey a few months ago, the Center for European Reform estimated that the British economy has shrunk by over 2% two years following the vote, costing the exchequer 30 billion in US dollar terms. The pro-leave movement promised a Brexit dividend of £350 million a week, which they pledged to invest in the National Health Service. That amount always overestimated what Britain was paying into the European Union, but in any event, the cost to Britain of leaving the EU has been £440 million a week from the UK Treasury, considerably more than the savings Brits were supposed to gain. So forget about the political headlines, about Tory plotters seeking to oust Prime Minister Theresa May, or about whether or not the UK's negotiations with the EU will succeed before the Brexit deadline in March. The government has not delivered what Brexit voters were seeking. Not only is the economy weaker and weakening, but it's not as though Brexit voters are getting the other changes they were looking for. Net migration has only slightly declined to date, and it's not implausible to speculate that British headquarters flowing into Frankfurt and Rotterdam will take a fair number of Brits with them, while illegal immigrants will continue to breach Britain's borders. We'll have a better understanding of what Brexit's impact will be a half year from now, but I think we can tentatively say that the movement reflects the modern tendency to lurch toward populist goals without any realistic plan as to how to make them work. The UK's leadership has allowed itself to get bogged down in negotiations with Brussels while making no substantial progress toward turning Britain into the Hong Kong of the West, something Hong Kong's former imperial rulers used to know something about. A big part of the reason for this, and this applies to developed nations across the world, is the lack of a broad social consensus on goals and the lack of a leadership capable of building a governing consensus. A shared economic vision, shared cultural assumptions, these are the building blocks of economic progress. Lacking that, Britain and other developed country leaders are only engaged in messy divorce proceedings, which, as ever, mainly bring about impoverishment, among other scars. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.